How's it going, everybody? This is Josh coming to you from J.R. Heller with Logan Chapel. And uh, today we're going to talk about the differences between a REIT and a syndicate, or a fund, a real estate fund, and a syndicate. So, and at the end of this, or somewhere in in line, we'll tell you why, in particular, we're covering this topic, um, and what we're trying to do here locally within the community. So, um, Logan, what do you know about the differences between a fund, a real estate fund, and a syndicate or syndication? So, I know REITs or fund, uh, you have to file with the SEC and do, uh, I think it's uh, 506B. There's a lot more, uh, you know, regulations around that, and you have to register a lot. It's a lot more expensive to get involved, and you have to register a lot more um, to get started. Versus a syndicate, you can put together an LLC. Um, you can have everybody who's investing become a member, and then not only would they get, get actual equity in the property, um, they would also get the tax benefit to it. Versus, um, you know, on the REIT side, it's more of like a, a stock paying a dividend. That's exactly right. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Those are the major points. Um, Another major difference between like a fund and a syndication is um, with a syndication, you're targeting accredited investors. Accredited investors is anybody who has a yearly salary of $200,000 or more, $300,000 with a spouse or a net worth of at least a million dollars and none of that equity or none of that value can come from your primary principal residence. Um, so those are accredited investors. That's who you target in a syndication, whereas in a REIT or a fund, you can actually open that up to non-accredited investors, which means you can go uh, raise funds from anybody, right? So this is what like Grant Cardone does on his fund. Um, they have a bunch of different projects on there. They're at, they they have a target price, right? Um, they're trying to get $100 million to buy a piece of property. Um, and then they give out this offering to try and go raise those funds from accredited and non-accredited investors. And that's why there's so much more regulation around REITs. <coughs> Correct. Um, because they got to make sure that you know what you're doing and you know yep. everything's being watched heavily. I mean, ideally, you're, you're working with someone else's money on both sides. So you really know what you're doing regardless. Yep. But there's a lot more regular because of the uh, you know implications of working with non-accredited investors. They don't necessarily have it like that, you know, like accredited right. investors may do. You know, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. Cash flow and they have equity. They have you know a uh, larger net worth. Yeah. And so, as you touched on in a syndicate, what essentially happens is you're part of the business owner, right? So you create an LLC, you purchase a property, you you raise funds, purchase a property. The percentage of how much you put in is basically your percentage in the ownership of the LLC. And therefore you actually get the tax deductions or the, the, the depreciation on the asset as well as the tax implications on that. So it's, it's nice. And then you can also get a passive, um, you know, monthly or yearly draw basically for the, the, um, profits of that asset. Right. Whereas in a REIT, it's basically like you own a stock, you own a, a, percentage in the actual stock and not a percentage in the actual property itself. So you don't get those tax uh, deductions or depreciation like you would in a a syndicate. Or the equity. Or the equity. Or the equity. Or the upside, right? So um, 
So yeah, typically how these both are structured basically is there is one GM or general manager who oversees the project, right? And typically they'll get a percentage fee of what the purchase price is um, to manage that asset, right? 1% on larger deals uh, could be all the way up to 10% depending on you know the GM and how involved they are and what the project looks like. Um, but um, as everybody does in America. Um, but so yeah, those are the major differences between a syndicate and a REIT. Um, and why would someone want to get involved? Sure. So typically, um, somebody who's going to get involved in a fund like this or a syndication is someone who has some money set aside, maybe um, is in a good high well paying position, such as a sales career. Um, you know, you're an accountant, a doctor, a lawyer, a chiropractor, a dentist, uh, any of those, you know, high paying salary uh, careers, right? And you have some money and you know that real estate is a great investment vehicle, right? We all know that. We hear it everywhere. Um, but you don't necessarily want to purchase a property, manage it, uh, you know, deal with tenants, deal with the repairs. You don't understand it, right? You don't even, you're say, not in that game. You don't understand it. As someone else's expert opinion. <clears throat> Correct. So you're, you're leveraging knowledge in something that's a solid investment because it's backed by the actual asset itself. And then also the, the GM or the operator is the one who's managing the, the asset and the daily headaches of, you know, tenant management, repairs, leases, all that good stuff, right? Um, and you can earn a, a very good sized return on that investment, anywhere from five to fifteen percent. Um, you know, so and these typically are are because they're syndicates, they're commercial properties, right? They're not single family residential where you have a tenant um, in in one door, right? You have multiple doors or multiple businesses operating out of this asset, which obviously. Um, makes it a more solid investment because you're diversifying, you know, your tenant, your lease base, right? Yep, and you're leveraging other people's money too. Correct. Not only are you leveraging someone else's knowledge in real estate, but then you're able to buy larger assets because you know you and four others or ten others are going in on a large commercial property that you may not be able to afford yourself. Correct. And you have. Commercial versus like a small duplex residential or even a single family, you have yep. a lot more protection with that because the, the more doors, the more potential income there is, yep. you know, it's going to outweigh the the um, negative side of the business where vacancy can kill you in a, in a residential investment. Absolutely. Vacancy turnover. These yeah. uh, A lot of tenants don't leave the property as nice as what they found it. Yes, you get a security deposit, but that still means uh, time without rental income, right? You have to hire the contractor, repairs, um, you know, all of that good stuff. Whereas commercial leases typically are on anywhere from a three to 10 year lease cycle. Yep, and so they're usually you, triple net too. Exactly. Triple net where the, 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 the tenants are actually taking care of your property for you. Exactly. So it's a, it's a very good, uh, investment vehicle for sure. Even better than, than residential. So yeah, that's, that's how they look like. And, and, why in particular are we making this video today, Logan? Officially part of the Ephrata's Business Recruitment and Retention Committee. Um, so we're working to revitalize Ephrata Borough, Ephrata Township, um, try and clean up Main Street and continue to grow the area and blossom it into you know something a lot nicer and better than what it is today. Yeah, yeah. And so part of that is we're actually going to be starting a syndicate, um, probably multiple syndicates to purchase commercial assets on Main Street and within Ephrata to revitalize them. So if you have any interest in potentially, excuse me, investing in our syndicate, 
then we would love to have a chat with you and talk to you about what the benefits look like, what uh, what you can expect as a return, um, and all of that good stuff. So please reach out. Yeah, and basically what our goals are. Um, yep. You know, realistically, uh, Josh is born and raised in Ephrata, loves it here. Um, you know, graduated from Ephrata High School, so uh, you know. A lot of heart there, um, and obviously I run my business out of Ephrata, so my heart is in the place as well. And you know, we just want to see what's best for the community um, and, and be able to give back. Quite honestly, I mean, it, it's a it's a smaller town. It has a very homey feel to it, and we want to make it as nice as we possibly can. So there's a lot of potential, right? Because you know, obviously, just as you're buying a distressed property to fix it up and get the value out of it, there, there's no there's no value in a place that doesn't need some revitalization, right? So we have a great opportunity here in a place like Logan said that is dear to my heart. You know, my daughter goes here. Uh, like you said, I grew up here, um, been here my whole life. We have a great, great, our business is located here. We have a great opportunity to really take the charge and build a massive amount of upscale, not only for the town and city, but also for investors in this fund, because we basically have a bunch of bunch of deteriorating commercial assets that we can take control over, revitalize, and and bring more people, more businesses to the town. And anybody who's re- invested in that real estate deal gets the passive income from those lease, those tenants, and also the, the equity appreciation. That's going to be massive over the years, right? So when we go to sell that property, you're going to share in the equity, you know, from from that sale as well. So these are going to be great hometown, you know, projects that we're going to manage, you know, here, and um, we're really excited about it. So, yep, and we can't do it without, without you. So, exactly. You know, definitely reach out if you have questions, or you know, if you want to try and invest into a growing city and town. And, yeah. You know, we, we'd love to help out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, if you have any other questions as far as you know, setting up or uh, the differences between syndicates and REITs or funds. I'd love to answer any questions you might have. If you've gotten uh, any value out of this video, please like, subscribe, and hit that bell notification so you know that when we come out with new videos. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Absolutely.